grateful I grew up with a Swedish grandma. She made me stay on task. She helped me um, just keep a schedule. And I feel like keeping a schedule actually helps your mental, you know. So when you schedule in self-care, when you schedule in things that you have to do, um, it makes your day go by easier and better. I feel like it's important even though there's things we don't want to do, there's things we have to do. Like I actually want to and have to eat. And so there's a lot of times where I forget to eat because I get so addicted to work or helping people or studying or learning. And so it's a good thing to schedule in eating for me. And then it helps me realize that I'm not eating the best things too. So scheduling grocery shopping or scheduling getting a massage because obviously I'm working too much sometimes. I need that mental break. Um, What else do I have to do? I have to work. Sometimes I don't want to work, but I have to work. And when I go to work, I actually feel good about myself. I feel like I've accomplished something. Um, I feel tired. So it feels like I've earned my sleep, you know. And that's another thing. Keep on the time of when you need to sleep and make sure you get that set amount of sleep if you can. Um, I'm just grateful because like she would have me like even in the morning, like for breakfast every morning, we ate at the same time. But did we eat the same thing? No. So like Monday, maybe eggs. Um, Tuesday, um, probably oatmeal, which I hated at the time when I was little. (laughs) Um, And then probably eggs again and then oatmeal. And then on Friday, I got to have my sugar cereal. So there was even scheduled time for a a sugar cereal or for fun, you know? So with my girls, when we were growing up, I would call it soda Friday. I wouldn't let them have soda like all the time or sugar all the time. But on Friday, I would just let loose and let them play. I think that it's important to have balance in your life. And I feel like that when you do the more productive things, um, that's what keeps you safe and happy, you know? So um, 10 productive strategies to slay your day. One of the best feelings is reaching the end of a productive day when you slayed your to-do list, aced your test, cleaned your house, or finished a project at work. It feels amazing. And I'm sure we all wish we felt like that every single day. So we're going to go over 10 simple productivity strategies to make the most of your day. Um, So I just want to throw this little story in. So when I had three little kids and I just, my house was a disaster. um, I was just like, I just can't keep up with this. I'm tired. And so for some reason, and I mean, I was really young when I had these, these, these kids and nobody to help me. I was alone in California. My husband was off working and I just had to figure these things out on my own. And there was no internet back then. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to put myself on a schedule. And so what I did was I actually, and I just remember this. So when I, um, 
needed to do dishes. I scheduled in dishes. I scheduled in dishes from 11 to 11.30. Now, let's say I had a lot of dishes because I didn't get to them. Um, I would still end at 11.30. So maybe there were some dishes left in the, in the sink, but that was okay because I moved on to the next thing that needed to be done. And I felt great right there that helps you with your energy that feels like you've accomplished something your house feels clean your um, children are happy you've taken the time for your kids I even scheduled in time to play with my kids and that's so important for them because they feel like they um, they are of value as well um, it's important to remember we all have a limited amount of time and energy in a day but we can learn to use that time wisely if you set unrealistic expectations for yourself, that'll only lead to feeling bad about yourself. So don't expect perfection every day. Just focus on doing your best, just like what I said. Uh, when you turn these tips into daily habits, you'll be on your way to pro productivity and imp improvement every single day. Um, so number one, make your bed. Okay, I don't do this. <laughs> um, I should, but like that's not my number one priority. My number one priority is I get up, I drink my coffee, so even scheduling water, because I don't want to drink water, I don't like drag this little water bottle around with me all day. I make sure I drink it in the morning, first thing, with lemon water. Um, I drink it on, on purpose at 3.30, and this is with lemon water, and then I drink it at night right before I go to bed. Why is that important? Because I got it in the most important times that my, my chemicals or my chemistry needs it. And so that's why I did it instead of dragging around the stupid water bottle with me. Um, I make sure that the first thing I do is I do my gratitude journal um, to get myself going after I've drinking my coffee, of course, because I've kind of waken up a little bit. And then um, when I get that gratitude journal going, then it kind of gets me happy and set. And then I start letting go of things. Um, and then I do my pendulum reading for my clients and then I get my son up and I get him ready for school and I get him out the door. Now, here's my problem. I'm now working with another human being who is resisting going to school because school is boring. His phone is fun. Friends are fun. It's just a lot more fun to do the other things. So now I have to put him on a schedule to keep him healthy and happy. We even have to schedule bath time because he would take a bath all the time if he wants, you know? And for example, we had people coming over for him and he decided that he was going to take a bath 10 minutes before they came. And I got after him. I says, no, you had all this time to take a bath. What the crap are you doing? You need to take a bath like an hour. You have all day. Do that. Don't do that right as somebody's coming. Okay. So set your intentions for the day. That is when I do my gratitude journal. Number three, clean up as you go. Yes, very important. Um, do your dishes. I mean, honestly, sometimes I don't got time. I have to eat and run when I'm going to work, you know, just because I have that on my schedule. Um, review your goals and set priorities. So on my pendulum reading this time, it said to do personal inventory. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, do the most important thing first. So most important thing first is myself. You always put yourself first. So um, your self-care first, okay? Why? Because if you don't feel good, you're not going to get crap done, okay? So how to apply mindful productivity to your schedule so you can hustle less. Always put your well-being first and work second. 
Schedule in non-work things first. So when you're writing out a schedule, type put in all the things that you need to. Now, here's the thing. If you're working for somebody, you just have to stick with their schedule um, and then work around it. But remember, you're so important in order to do that dumb job or whatever it is that you have to do, like taking your kids to baseball games or whatever, you need to make sure that you get your water, you make sure you get your food um, to keep that energy level up, Okay. Um, leave white space in your schedule. So time that like you need, you know you need. Um, you need to work when you feel most productive. So in the morning is when I actually feel most productive. And so um, I just like to do a lot. I have a lot that I get done in the morning and then in the afternoon I'm a little bit more tired and then sometimes I can do like a massage at night or something. But I just like work around things. I actually work around the city as well. So like my favorite day is Sunday because everybody goes to church. And so I'm like, yeah, you're all gone. I can do this. And I actually take Mondays off on purpose because everybody's busy and getting into that stuff, you know. And so I actually stay home and I clean my house. I mow my lawn because on Tuesday is garbage day. I do not like having stinky grass clippings sitting in my garbage because it's so funny how grass stinks more than anything. And so if I do that on Monday, put the grass clippings in the garbage and take it out, then I don't have to smell that all week long, you know? Um, don't be afraid to, um, of saying no. And there's times where I've had to say, I can't massage you. I, I love you, but I can't do it. My body is telling me no. I need to stop, okay? And be flexible with the outcome. So yes, I have a rigid schedule, but I don't stick with it. I listen to my body and I don't sweat it if I missed out on something because of course I'm just going to get back to it the next day or the next week or whatever. Um, so learn that productivity does not define you. It doesn't. It's just, it's a good thing to have in our lives. How we spend our days is of course how we spend our lives. So that's why you need to schedule, you know, um, if you truly want something, you must show up and do the work. So small step by step. Um, this is how you craft your life. And the reason I'm talking about this is because we're talking about manifesting. And that's where we talk about personal inventory. So taking personal inventory. Personal inventory is the measure of where you are today. So we must know where we are before we can decide how to get where we are going. Unfortunately, this step is often missed by people who want to be successful. You might know where you want to go, though most people really are not all that sure, but you haven't been willing to take the time to see where you are now. The basic step, this basic step cannot be ignored. Um, so questions that you can put for your personal inventory. Um, what things are going well for me right now? What things are difficult for, difficult for me right now? What are my strengths? What am I good at? What are my weaknesses? What am I not so good at? This kind of can help you figure out if you want to take more classes, understand, or work on certain things in your life. What are three most important projects? My most three most important projects. Um, who are the three most important people in my life? And that's interesting to write down three people because you always stick on one, right? What three habits would you like to develop? Um, what's my current monthly income? 
my income sources are, where do you get your money? Uh, my total assets are, my total liabilities are, my total net worth is. Um, I have blank set aside for retirement. I have blank or invest per month. The status of my bills is current, <laughs> uh, occasionally behind or almost always late. I enjoy my job tremendously most of the time or never. What am I tolerating in this area that I no longer wish to tolerate? So your physical health. My current weight, I don't like to follow that. I'd rather say uh, I'm feeling blah, blah, blah. My ideal weight. Okay, the last complete physical. So yeah, you can get a physical and just have them if you get the, re- the right results. Um, the following health conditions I have. Um, my current health is excellent, good, fair. I'm a wreck. I sleep very well most nights, pretty well most nights. Okay, I don't sleep at all. Um, so this is why a schedule could help because it can kind of help you stay on task, like drinking water. Like you always hear drink water, drink water. It's like F the water. I'm sick of water. Okay. (laughs) Um, mental, social, and spiritual. I volunteer at the following organizations. Do you have time to, to volunteer? Do you want to have time? So look into your schedule. Um, I would describe my circle of friends as extensive, stimulating, satisfactory, supportive, limiting, and non-existent. And I'm currently studying the following things. What do I want to learn? I want to earn the following degrees or credentials. I have a mission statement that reflects my values, yes or no. I meditate or have quiet time regularly. Put meditation in your schedule. It's so important. Now, if I don't like to meditate every day, honestly, um, maybe three times a week because I'm in that frame of mind. I just kind of follow my energy. Um, and if I just completely followed my energy, I'd be all over the place. But I, that's why a schedule is important and keeps me on task and um, gets me to where I want to go, right? Um, what am I tolerating that I no longer want to tolerate? That's so important. Okay, so family and home. My relationship with my spouse or significant other is extremely happy, very happy, happy or unhappy. Why do we need to look at this? We need to understand what it is, why we're feeling so stressed, what's worrying us, and what can we do about it, right? Um, My relationship with my children is blah, blah, blah. My relationship with my parents is my relationship with my siblings, my coworkers, uh, how I feel about my home. Um, I vacation how many times per year? Um, you need to schedule in vacations. You need to schedule the time off for your, your brain, for your well-being. Um, working all the time is horrible. Um, so like yesterday, this sounds terrible, but like I had a day off. And so I actually planned all these things. I planned by the time, like I said, like how the city works. So I don't like to be stuck in traffic. So I don't like to go in the middle of town about 12 o'clock. It's just... Um, traffic and I, I, I plan routes around spots that are stuck because I don't like that energy or that feeling and um, that's what keeps my mind free and happy and there's times where you just can't stop the traffic it just goes and so that's where you relax but at least I didn't put myself in the situation on purpose um, so like essentially the getting to my son to school on time um, and everybody was doing the same thing. So probably the best thing to do was to get him hit him there earlier because most people don't want it. They all want to do it at the same time. So I need to get him there earlier and I need to get myself up earlier. 
even your pets thrive on a schedule. Um, if you have a certain time that you feed them, if you have a certain time that you walk them, you know you're, you're going to have less accidents and that's actually going to help your energy because you won't be so angry because they had an accident in the house. Your kids thrive. They feel safe. They know what is expected of them. They Nothing changed. It's like, do you remember as a kid, if this actually occurred where there was bedtime, there was bath time, there was all these things, you just knew what was coming and you knew what was expected. Um, and the reason why we need to have some structure is for our mental peace of mind, okay? <laughs> you don't need to be so rigid though. I hate those people that are just so rigid um, and there's no room for flexibility. That's not good as well. So um, like I said, balance is key.
An awakened man who is embodied in his masculine leads with love and integrity. The full expression of a feminine woman who is grounded helps him see his ego blockages more clearly. When she is imbalanced, his deep presence helps guide her back into her heart. A woman will often test a man's masculine energy by asking him questions about directions or decisions. A man who is in his ego that doesn't know how to consciously lead will either get annoyed or or put the responsibility back on her. It's an honor if a woman trusts your direction and your decisions. Many women are experiencing burnout because of the significant amount of time they are spending in their masculine energy. This creates an energetic imbalance that wreaks havoc on their nervous system and within their romantic relationships. The feminine yearns to feel the flow of love and life force energy moving through their body. This is something that the logical masculine mind cannot comprehend because it is felt deep within your being. So why is it important to understand masculine energy? The masculine energy goes after what it wants. The feminine calls it in. And unfortunately, I see so many empaths trying to do the opposite, trying to succeed at business by becoming more masculine and hustling, forgetting that just being themselves is what calls cells in and trying too hard actually dampens them. So ways to awaken your divine masculine. So I, my son, um, wanted to play baseball and he's been a little sensitive these days. He's, he's at that age and he's having hormones and mama bear comes in and is like, um, just wants to protect this little kid because I'm still, I know he's still a little kid cause he's going to be a man soon enough. Right. So like he started, he went to baseball practice or to, uh, the tryout and there was this coach that was just yelling at him. And my son, He was just trying to get off the field. He didn't know which way to go. There was no direction whatsoever. Now, I understand the purpose of the masculine. Masculine is a good thing, by the way. Do not get rid of masculine because of these toxic masculine people. Um, I hate, I've never used that word, but I get it because I see the balance in both. There is no reason that you need to be mean or harsh towards another person to get shit done, right? So there are ways to awaken your divine masculine. Examine your wounds surrounding the masculine. Take responsibility. Contact your inner father Find a masculine teacher or guide who you admire, so somebody kind. Connect with your inner warrior. Be assertive and take no bullshit and stop being passive. Start being active. So it awakened my masculine, my mama bear, came out when this man was yelling at my son. So so I was going to say, no, we're not going to do baseball, not this year. I don't want to do it. And then he actually made it. He made it into... Um, to majors. And he was actually really excited. And so I was like, okay, this is a lesson. What do I need to do? So I took him to the practice and the, his coach that he has is amazing. He's got three different coaches, three men, and they're kind, but they take no shit. (laughs) Meaning they, they want him to be disciplined. And that's all I wanted. I wanted some discipline without you being an asshole to my son. You get it? So Um, stop using sarcasm as a way to protect yourself. Stop man-hating. This only perpetuates your suffering. Stop abusing your masculine energy by overworking. Give up the need to control, control or dominate others. Forgive your father for any pain he has caused you. 
Release the tension that you carry in your body. Stop worrying about the past or future and practice being present. Say no to wounded masculine energy that shows up in your life. So let's talk about the wounded masculine. What is wounded masculine? Attachment to success, fear of failure, need to be right, aggressive, cold and distant, critical and judgmental, selfish, stuck in the mind, not in touch with your emotions, defending yourself and attacking. Healthy masculine is present without being distracted, non-judgmental, committed and powerful, deep integrity and humbleness, focus and discipline, supportive and encouraging, grounded and of service, honest, logical, and accountable. Let's talk about the wounded, <clears throat> the wounded feminine. Looking for external validation, being insecure, manipulative, stuck in victimhood, excessively attached, desperate for love, sacrificing herself, overshares her emotions and has no boundaries. And the healthy feminine, strong has and has boundaries, loving and supportive, vulnerable, compassionate and authentic, receptive and confident in her body, intuitive and creative. Ask for what she needs, enjoying the process of creation and able to relate to others by listening, sharing and creating a community. Masculine and feminine energy is not limited by gender because we all embody both of these energies within. When you honor your natural core energy, you can create sexual polarity, attraction, in your romantic relationships. If you repress your natural energy, you will struggle to have polarity because you are repelling the energy you desire. For example, if you are leading with your masculine, you repel masculine and attract feminine. So don't allow the trauma you experience to confuse your true essence. And why am I talking about masculine energy? Because that's exactly what scheduling is. Um, We are masculine and feminine. And I can see these things in myself. And I want you to recognize these things in yourself. So when someone says you're a little feminine, don't take that um, like... I mean, even as a, a female, sometimes I don't like being feminine, if that makes sense. Because I like to get stuff done. Um, When a woman has lost all trust for masculine energy, she typically overdevelops her own as a defense mechanism. If she enters a relationship with a man, she is likely to be very resistant and and compete with his masculine energy. And as she learns to trust and soften into her feminine energy, she loses her grip of control and lets down her masculine shield. So honestly, when you start doing this with your partner and your partner starts doing as well, you start attracting the person that you need or want in your life to move forward masculinity versus toxic masculinity. Masculinity is healthy traits such as strength, independence, leadership, competitiveness, etc. versus toxic masculinity, turning up healthy masculine traits to unhealthy extremes. For example, strength becomes violence, independence becomes bottling emotions, leadership becomes control, competitiveness becomes always wanting to win no matter the costs. Some of the oils that I recommend if you're having father issues or whatever it is you need to help your um, masculine side heal um, is frankincense. Now, I hate frankincense. I do. So mainly, maybe I don't need frankincense. I do like balance. 
which is an essential oil that is mixed with certain trees and whatnot. So I personally like that. But there's a lot of people that are drawn to frankincense. Frankincense reveals deceptions and false truths. It invites individuals to let go of lower vibrations, lies, deceptions, and negativity. Frankincense recalls to memory, spiritual understanding, gifts, wisdom, and knowledge that the soul brought into the world. It is a powerful cleanser of spiritual darkness. Frankincense also supports in creating a healthy attachment with one's father. It assists in spiritual awakening and helps an individual feel the love of the divine. So possibly with me, and I always think this with frankincense, people need it when they're having mm, lower vibrations. So they're down in their lower chakras versus their upper chakras or crown chakra, etc. So um, that's when I tend to use the frankincense when I can feel that there's an imbalance and it's not in their head. So I have been not wanting to go to work because I have been like panicking and fearful of having to deal with certain people. But what I'm realizing is that when I go to work, there's actually a lot of people I love. There's maybe one person that really stresses me out. But the rest of the time, I feel really good about it. However, I can be very addicted to work because I love to help people. So therefore, I need to go back to my feminine Therefore, that's how a schedule works because here I am, I'm so excited to help all these people that I forget to walk the dog or I forget to feed myself and my son. (laughs) He can find food on his own. He's okay. But at the same time, I need to spend that time with him and therefore that's the balance I need and that's what a schedule will do for me and I just have to stick with it and that's why I'm putting it on this um, this podcast and I was having a hard time finding the right kind of music because I was looking for masculine music, masculine music, masculine music, but which is like hard rock kind of stuff like, like even like um, Eminem or I was looking for punk music that was hard and like I I love that kind of stuff however it gets me in a lower vibration sometimes the lower vibration is sometimes what I need because I'm so freaking spiritual meaning I have everything up in my head and so sometimes I need to draw that energy down into my root chakra and so those lower vibrations will do it so my friend has gotten some of the tuning forks and she got them and they just irritate the crap out of me because they're this high pitched tone Um, and had gone to um, the crystal shop and I'm actually buying all my singing bowls from them and he lets me try them and man did the root chakra and it's a big red bowl it's really pretty it just made me feel so good inside and so I'm understanding that I like the lower vibration um, sounds so that's probably why I like David G because he's got a deep voice and it just calms me down and it reminds me of father so like God essentially and so I feel like I'm healthy in father, but I need to help with my root. And so that's why I need that balance in between. So I was looking for some music to go with this podcast. And funny enough, it's um, a band that I happen to love. And it just goes with it because he sings I Am a Gentleman. That's not the, the, the title of the song, but it's perfect. And it talks about the time that we spend here on earth. And the time that we think, like we think there is this supreme being or we like to uh, believe that there's something watching over us and taking care of us. And then we come here on earth and how are we spending our time? And that is so important. Be intentional about your time. Then the next song that came up was, I can't remember... 
there's all these buckets of rain. And it's so funny because it's raining today and rain is feminine. Water is feminine. And I'm like, yes. And I love his deep voice. And then he has these feminine voices. And then I'll tell you right now, like drumming is very masculine. And so that can help heal you as well. And that's why I've chosen the music I have put on. Um, it's called Airborne Toxic Event. That's the name of the band. If you're interested in looking up, they're awesome. I love them. My husband hates them maybe because he doesn't need that masculine. He likes that really hard masculine stuff, <laughs> which I, I actually appreciate because he is my he's my foundation. He's the one that keeps me secure. He's the one that keeps me safe. And so whatever gets him there, as long as he leans into his feminine a little bit so he's not so mean with me or anyone else that I'm good with it because that's my warrior. He puts on his armor and he gets out there and he makes the money and he's amazing and I love him. So I want you just to appreciate those men that do those things for you. Appreciate your masculine side and get shit done and enjoy that part but lean into the feminine and allow your husband or partner or whatever to lean into the feminine to be balanced. That's what healing is. Thank you.
everything we have, we have everything, oh my God. You are, you are the only thing that makes me feel like I could live forever, forever.